Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Welcome to Witchful Thinking, a podcast all about being a witchy woman in the modern world we live in. Each week, you can listen to these two witches banter about witchcraft, spell work, current events, intuitive wellness, spirituality, astrology, tarot, and much more. Our goal here on Witchful Thinking is to create content that informs and centers our listeners and helps them look at the world around them in a much more meaningful, magical way. Thanks so much for tuning in, and be sure to follow the podcast on Instagram for daily updates. Surprise! It's a special extra episode with us together! Hello! (laughs) So... This episode is actually going to be recorded before the video one that you guys have either already watched or already listened Listen to. to. Oh my god, it's so weird. I get to talk. I get to talk at the same time. I love it. Um, but, so pretty much, we're sitting here in my new apartment together, um, and we've been organizing all day, and we were just starting to get into this deep conversation, and I just looked at Liz, and I was like, why the fuck aren't we recording? This is premium content this is premium content and it's like very i mean it's very candid what we're talking about um so i just yeah we just really wanted to why not make an extra little together episode why not also uh brooke and i have pretty much like (laughs) created her whole apartment (laughs) in the span of two days because we don't sleep yeah and uh (laughs) We don't have the attitude of, let's do it tomorrow. (laughs) No. No. Fuck that. (laughs) So we've been up for, I mean, Brooke got like four hours of sleep last night. I got a little bit more because old lady, but. Yeah. uh, No, you worked your ass off, dude. Liz, like, single-handedly carried every massive thing pretty much, like, almost by herself. I've been working out. (laughs) Yeah, she's like, tries and buys. (laughs) (laughs) I've I've legitimately been working out. Yeah. Uh, and I'm pretty impressed with myself. <laughs> so. Yeah, she's been, like, kicking ass. So, like, she's over here. I'm my little weak-ass arms. I'm over here trying to lift, like, the, the measliest little chair. And she's like, let me get it. I will do this. I will do this, woman. Strong like bull. Literally. Strong like bull. I don't know. That's something my grandpa says. Strong like bull. I don't know. That's strong. That's, oh, what that's the probably, hell? Uh, that's probably a, an old person, a boomer saying. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. she's she's just kicked kicked ass. My yeah. I've never in my life had a what? Oh, what? Oh, I just got to smack Brooke in person. Oh, that my God. <laughs> Not smack her, but like tap her on the shoulder. Because I, I wonder if that picked up. You tap it. I just remembered that I have other things to tell the listeners about like the crazy things I've been doing for the past two weeks. You know, like my adventures. Oh, because yeah. I wanted to. We we purposefully put off an episode because I wanted yep. to talk about it. Yep, yep, uh, yep. And then we got busy. Yes. So we yes. can we can put that in this too. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So this is this basically this episode is going to be banter. We're going to be answering a couple questions. 
Um, I'm going to save most of our stories for us, like, everything that's happened since you got here, all yeah. the funny shit that's had the crazy coincidences and everything. I'm going to save that for the... You guys have already heard that at this point, so right. we're going to save that for that episode, and this is going to be pretty much just catching up, like, what has... What's been going on for the two weeks that we were missing, I guess, also? Sure. And, um... I just said it. My Sure, Yeah. Apparently, I have a catchphrase. Yeah, her, her catchphrase. Literally, we were we were sitting here earlier, and I was just like, "You, your thing is like for sure, for sure. Like no matter what, I'll be like Liz. Like I want to get smacked in the face for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, sure. Liz, I'm hungry for sure. Yeah, for sure. Like what the fuck? Does that need to go on a shirt? For sure, for sure. <laughs> Which bitch for sure? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I say now that you've said that, I've started paying attention. And I, yes. I realize that I say that a lot more than thing. I think I do. You like it. Yeah. It's absolutely your thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do we want to start this with... Um, do we want to start it with... The last two questions. The last two questions. Yeah. So um, the other questions we already answered from Instagram on the previous episode, but there were two that we wanted to save for this one. So save, as if I'm like, save. We're recording this one before the other one. And I'm saying, like, save, as yeah. if we've already recorded. Jesus well, Christ. that's how that's how it's going to be. I know, but it's just so weird. I'm, like, talking as if, like, I've already done something. <laughs> it's, like, weird. Oh, God, okay. So this question comes from Taylor Lynn Johns on Instagram. And she said, have y'all thought about collabing on a tarot slash oracle deck, Liz's art, and Brooke's writing? That is the coolest freaking idea I've ever heard. Yeah. And actually, I've brought it up to you before. That I was interested in designing a tarot deck, um, but it honestly the scariest part for me would be the book and the descriptions. And that'd I, be my fun yeah, part. Yeah, because I don't, I'm not, I am not a writer uh, by any means. And when we design all of our shit, like I'm, a, I have my design program up, mm-hmm. and you're, you know, I like whip something up in like five minutes and send it over to you, and then you post it on our shop, and like write this description <laughs> for the shit that would fucking take me like, it would take me like literally all day to come up with some of these descriptions, and you just like whip these things out of your ass. Yeah, <laughs> that would be. I mean, I look. All I'm saying is. Crazier fucking things have happened. Yeah. I am down for anything artistic. I you. would fucking love to do that. Okay, so. Okay, so. Um, <laughs> um, if. Uh, okay, we should get feedback on this. If you guys would be interested. Mm-hmm. I mean, not that. I mean, I would want to make one anyway. But mm-hmm. I would just be interested to know. The dem- the demand. The Is there de- a demand? Right. Yeah, supply and demand. Uh would you guys be interested in us coming out with a witchful thinking tarot deck? Uh, because that's something, I mean, that would be a lot of fun. It, it's a lot, that's a big project. It's huge. That that's would a, be a year long project. That would be a huge project, but like it can totally be done. Yeah. And, and I, I would mean, love that. that. I mean, that would be an investment on both of our parts in some aspect, but I, I would love to do that. And I mean, that could happen as like, that could be like, a gift to our listeners after like you know two years of the podcast being a thing or like you know we reach we just reached like 6,500 followers on Spotify like I don't know dude what happens when we reach like 15,000 yeah we also 
We don't know our stats for any other platform, really. We just know our stats for Spotify. Yeah, we, yeah. other platforms are... Ass. Ass. <laughs> ass. Apple, yeah. Apple's platform is slowly getting up there, but, I mean, it's still, like... They're not all... They're just not all interconnected. No. And I'm all, I also don't log into all of those, so yeah. it's just, like, we see percentages, but, like, we know that most of our listeners do come from... I just burped. Ugh. Oh, gosh. <laughs> we do know that most of our listeners come from Spotify and Apple and, like, for some reason, iHeartRadio? Who the fuck mm. uses iHeartRadio? Mm. Um, people listening right now. Well, hey. <laughs> so Don't mind me. Don't Please don't <laughs> click off. Please don't I'm sorry. Off. I'm an asshole. <laughs> but that would be, I mean... Seriously, if you if you guys would be interested in something like that, like shoot us a message, comment on a picture, an um, Instagram post, anything, something. yeah, or maybe we might make an Instagram post specifically for this. I don't know, sure. but Taylor Johns, that is we need to what? make an Instagram poll. Yes, duh, we should. Yeah, we totally should. Let's make it. We, we will make an Instagram poll after this episode um, is posted. Mm-hmm. We'll make an Instagram episode. Yeah, for I mean, sure. an Instagram poll for you guys to vote. So after you listen to this, or go pause this and go vote. Um, but that's, I mean, that's awesome. I just think that would be, the possibilities are just fucking endless. I love that. Yeah. The other one, this question is what's going to lead us into the majority of the discussion tonight. Um, this is from Dragon Faye Rose on Instagram. What have you both learned from your craft? Big question. That's a huge question. Yeah. But I'm ready. Okay, okay. let's hear it. Okay. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> I don't... I, wait, oh, wait. You mean me go first? Yeah, sure. Oh, shit. I'm going to fucking put me on the spot like that. <laughs> don't put me on the spot <laughs> Don't put me like on the spot like that. <laughs> I think that what I've learned from my craft is that it is so flexible and it's more than just like books on a shelf and it's more than knowing where the stars are or like the moon phases it's literally I mean it's an entire way of life my entire mindset has changed since becoming more like active and in that in this community and like learning more about what it actually like truly means to not only be spiritual but literally identify as someone who fucks with the elements and like pays attention to nature and bases like their huge life decisions on the literal well no I don't want to say the literal planets I don't base my life decisions off the planets but it weighs heavily I mean like when something's going crazy I am that person who's like not only Mercury retrograde, but I am that person who's like, oh my god, like... It's a full moon tonight. Which, it's by a the way, full it moon. Is. It is a full moon tonight. It literally is. It's the strawberry moon. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. I didn't see the moon when we went outside. We'll I didn't. have to go look at it later. Yeah, we'll have to look at it. Um, fuck, what was I saying? I've just... I've learned... I, because I've created my own craft, my own like rituals, my own everything, I feel like it's opened doors for me to also feel like it's okay for me to create every other aspect of my life exactly how I want. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like I I learn every day, but, um, my answer is really not very good. (laughs) No, I I think, I think that's really good. And the shitty. (laughs) No, no, I feel, uh, I feel really similar. Uh, I think for me, I think, I think 
Minecraft has just made me feel like I'm not a passenger in the in the in the car of my own life. Oh my you know? god, that just gave me chills. Like, You're right. I feel like I'm in the driver's seat yes. again. And there was a time period where I was just I felt like like it just bad after bad after bad thing was happening and it was almost like I was in the passenger seat of a car that kept getting in a car crash but like I wasn't driving and I couldn't avoid the car crashes and obviously just because you're the driver of a car doesn't mean shit's gonna like not happen to you yeah but I feel it's it's just given me a sense of I have control over more aspects of my life than before and I'm not just like letting life pass me by yeah. you know instead of like seeing you know you see an opportunity on the side of the road instead of just letting the car pass it like I have the ability to pull over and I have the ability to change roads and yeah. I have the ability to turn around if I don't like where I'm going and um, it it gives me a sense of control um, I in a healthy way. Not that yeah. I know that I can't control everything. Um, but then it also gives me a sense of, like, I think uh, learning how to cope with grief. Because I think before I started uh, practicing, I just didn't, like, the grief was piling up, it, it felt like. And I didn't know how to cope with it. And I would just shove it down. And then there would just be days that it would just fucking hit me in the face because I just, I wasn't dealing with it. And I think that's, uh, I think that's because it's, for me, my practice is a, is a combination of, of witchcraft and like, um, uh, not psychedelics, but like psychic, uh, like, like just wanting to feel like I have a connection to, uh, a higher self and people I've lost, mm -hmm. and spirit guides, like, um, feeling like I'm not alone. Yeah. And even if I am physically alone, even if I am actually by myself, I don't think that I'm doing this, I'm, like, literally just, like, nobody gives a shit about me, or, like, nobody cares about me, like, they're, and that's another thing, is, like, I used to, I used to just never ask for help, ever. Um, and for whatever reason, like, just practicing has really made me, you know, like, like, want to reach out and talk to, like, I talk to you now every day, but... Probably ten times ten, a day. Ten times a day. But before we started doing this, like, I was doing this alone. Like, practice, I was a, a solitary practitioner, which I guess we both still are. Mm -hmm. um, but, like, I wasn't talking to anybody about it. And it made me want to, like, reach out and, like, we have this community now mm -hmm. of people we talk to and ask questions and shit like that. Um, so it's, like, given me a sense of community and belonging. And, um, yeah, that's, for me, it's, and, and, and self-worth. Like, we know, I don't know, just over the past year... I feel like I feel so much more confident in myself and um, like I know I know how I want to be treated I know how I deserve to be treated and 
I know that I deserve the things that I want out of life and I know that I have the capability to get them. Yeah. Um, and it's just really, uh, honestly, it's changed me as a person, like, like in a huge way, in a huge fucking way. Um, and a lot of things have changed in both of our lives over the past year, which is probably when we delved into it the most. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like the past six months or so, I've really just had to turn to, like, anything for answers. Just, like, why is this happening? Because, as we've said before, like, I don't like the phrase, everything happens for a reason. But I do want some kind – I like to find my own, own, like, sense of logic or sense of direction. Like, where am I supposed to go from here? Mm -hmm. Why – this is happening – what greater good is this happening for? Yeah. But when you, oh my God, you gave me chills when you said, like, it's given you a sense of control. That is 100%, like, what I wish I would have said. <laughs> what I wish I would have thought to say is, like, it It has given, it has literally given me a sense of control and made me realize that, like, especially all the talk we do about manifesting and understanding how important it is to take care of yourself and listen to your body. Mm-hmm just the more you talk about stuff like that to people who are actively listening you guys the more you start to look at your own life and realize like am I practicing like what I'm talking about like how many times did we talk about not receiving the kind of energy or people who are are not receiving the kind of energy they want to be receiving from their partner or yeah um not getting not getting the satisfaction they want out of their friendships or their job or whatever. Meanwhile, we were both going through shit, um, not even fully realizing we were going through it. We were just so used to our lives as they were that we never thought maybe you two should take your own advice. Yeah. I mean, it has really, not only my craft, but, like, this podcast in general has seriously just given me this sense of, like, I can fucking do anything. Yeah. I can, both of us. Ooh. What? Okay. Well, are you okay. jumping up and down just so cute? <laughs> ooh, ooh. So, two, I have done two things in the past two weeks yes. that I have always, three things in the past three weeks, correction, that I have always wanted to do, that I've, or that I've wanted to do for a really long time, and just never did for a lot of reasons. Um, either I was scared to do it, I thought I couldn't do it. Um, I just, I was, it, it was just like, yeah, I mean, I want to do that and I guess I'll do it one day. And like some of it was just like being lazy and just never fucking doing it. Um, and then some of it was couldn't, couldn't actually do it because of COVID. So, you know, there's all these things. So three weeks ago I went skydiving. She's crazy. She's crazy. She flies planes and she jumps out of them. Literally. (laughs) Literally, she flies planes and she jumps out of them. It's a double whammy, bitches. Watch out. My grandpa told me. I came back and he goes, he goes, Elizabeth, because that's what he calls me. (laughs) I'm going to have to get knee surgery. And I was like, Grandpa, what the hell? Like, what's going on? He goes, I was on my knees for four hours praying for you because you forgot to text me when you hit the ground. Oh, my God. And I thought you died. (laughs) (laughs) Not Gary. (laughs) Um, And that was such an exhilarating experience. It's literally just something I've always wanted to do. And for years and years, I wanted to do it, but I was scared. 
so just nah, you know, like I'll do that one day, but like I'm really scared to do that. And for whatever reason, um, I guess I've gone through scarier shit, right? <laughs> like I've gone through scarier things. Um, and for whatever reason, I'm just not, it just didn't, it didn't scare me as much. Um, and I fucking jumped out of a goddamn plane and it was so much fun. I would 100% do it again. I would probably, it's probably a good thing that skydiving is expensive because I would do it way too often. I, I can't go as often as I probably would like because it's just, uh, it, it costs a, a pretty penny to do that. Um, and I don't need another expensive hobby. So, <laughs> <laughs> But it was just like, you know, I jumped out of the plane and we started hurtling towards the earth and um, I've never never felt I've never felt anything like that before in my entire life and you know the person who I was jumping tandem with uh you know stabilized us and we were free falling for 60 seconds it felt way longer than 60 seconds I felt weightless and also super fucking heavy at the same time I was like oh my god I'm floating but also like we are hurtling towards the earth (laughs) and then you know, he pulls the chute, and I got to take control of the chute, and we did these spins, and it was so much fun. I had an amazing time, uh, and yeah, I, I wanted, maybe I'll convince you to skydive one day. Oh my god, Elizabeth, no. She's like, no, absolutely not. I, Okay, it's one thing for you to have the, you're like, I want to do this, like, good for you. Good for you. I have no desire to do anything like that. Okay, all right, I get that. Zero. I get that. I get that. And so then, uh, last week, I hiked a 14er for the first time in my life. And for listeners who aren't in Colorado or have never heard of a 14er, it's a mountain peak that is higher than 14,000 feet. And they are a fucking bitch. <laughs> like, and I, it's something that, like, people, everybody in Colorado is like, hiked a 14er kind of thing. Um, and it's a huge accomplishment. They are hard. They are so fucking hard. You have to be really in shape to do these. And some of them are really dangerous. Like, people die. Lots of people die doing hiking these 14ers. And there's levels. There's, like, one, two, three, I think. Um, somebody who's listening to this who knows a lot about 14ers is probably going to be like, no, bitch. Uh, you're wrong. <laughs> I've <laughs> no only hiked bitch. one. So I'm not an expert. Um, but... Uh, some of them are like, like you need to be an expert to do this because you could fucking die. I passed rocks that were covered in blood. I don't know if I told. Oh you my that. god, you didn't tell me that. No, I passed rocks oh that were just covered in blood. Yeah, people <gasps> fucking die, and this was the most honestly. So like, Jesus. so like skydiving. I was like, shit, I did something. Like, that kind of changed my mindset. I was like, I did something that I've always wanted to do, and I was scared, and I just fucking did it. Like, I just jumped out of a plane. This, hiking a 14er, honestly, I really think that changed my perspective on life. And I know that sounds, like, really, like, you're exaggerating. But that was the hardest thing I've done in my entire life. I've never pushed my body so hard. My brain the entire time was... You cannot do this. This is too difficult. Turn around now. You, this is, no, absolutely not. Like, you're not in shape enough for this. It's too hot. Um, X, Y, and Z. 
And I was also carrying a 20-pound backpack. I weighed it when I got back. Um, I was I had three liters of water on me, sunscreen, layers, because... Did y'all uh, pee? Uh, I didn't. I didn't, no. No, I went to Walmart, and I looked for one of those women wizards. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> it's a, is it like a funny... That'll make your pussy throw up. <laughs> Because, what? like, all right, listen. I'm Googling Google this. it right now. Um, so anybody who camps knows what, like, a lady wizard is. You said I went to get one of them women wizards. Whatever they're called. I think they're called lady wizards. Um, and it's... it's Oh, my yeah, God. It's so, so that you can pee and not piss all over yourself. Oh, my God. So you can stand up and piss. It like looks a like a penis. Exactly. That That's is the point. so... Because then you can just put, you don't have to fucking pull off your whole ass pants and squat on the ground. You can just use that. That is some serious shit right there. I wanted one of those because <laughs> I was like, I'm going to be consuming three liters of water. I'm going to have to pee, right? Uh, well, I actually didn't feel the urge to pee, luckily, until we were like halfway down. So I just held it. Um, but that was like, I was, there were times, the entire time I was... I thought I, w- I was going to show up, and this was going to be a, a long hiking trail. Like, I thought it was going to be a normal hiking trail, probably more of an incline than I'm used to, and it was just going to take forever. This was like rock climbing. <laughs> I was scaling rocks with my hands, and there were times that none of these rocks were, like, stable. There were times I was just walking on every rock was moving, every fucking rock. Um, and I thought I was going to die at some points, honestly. The sun was beating on me, and luckily I had sunscreen, although I forgot to um, put sunscreen on the back of my ears, and right now... I've been peeling skin off her ears all day because Brooke, I'm a good friend. Yeah, Brooke has been peeling my ear skin off all fucking day. There, And my face would have been doing that if I didn't wear sun. You know, and we saw people going up there who I was like, you are not prepared for this, and I'm a first-timer. And I'm like, you're gonna, yeah, you're, yeah. you're, you're gonna need to turn around. Um, and I was just like, there were times I would go over a ridge, and I was like, finally, I'm getting to the top. And no, the top kept going, and it kept going, and it kept going. And there were just times where I just had to look down, and I was taking it rock by rock. And I was like, at some point, I'm, you know, I'm gonna get there. And I had, I was literally using mantras. I was like, my, I have never been so psychologically tested in my entire life and now i feel like i'm like oh that's hard no i climbed a 14 no reason that's hard that's why you carried my whole flat screen across the street just now because your flat screen's like five pounds you said bitch i hiked up the entire universe i don't need your fucking help she yanked that fucking tv out of my hand so quick and walked across the damn street with it but also i have really enjoyed feeling healthy and strong like like I said I've been working out and over since January I've lost 30 pounds I've been building muscle I'm probably the healthiest I've been in my adult life and I feel amazing like I I just feel healthy I'm not focused on a number on the scale I just want to feel 
good and it literally started with I want to walk up the stairs and not be out of breath and that's where it started because I was literally walking up one flight of stairs in my home and I was out of breath and I was like I don't want to I don't want to be like that anymore um and so I started doing you know moderate exercise like walking three four miles after work and now I'm training uh for this event we're doing at work and it's going to be probably moderately intense um and so, like, a group of us are training for it, and as much as I hate exercising, like, I'm really enjoying just, just, you know, improving the health of the fucking meat suit I own. Hmm. So, uh, I feel like, you know, moving all your shit, and I'm able to pick that up on my own, I'm like, that just gives me a boost of serotonin that I could pick up this heavy thing that I'm like, literally, five months ago, um, I still would have done this with you. 100%, but it would have been so hard. It would have it would have been really hard on we me. We would have needed, like, three, two or three more people to help yeah. us. Yeah, and I just like feeling strong. Like, that makes me feel independent. And, like, I... That's good. That makes me feel like, you know, there are still going to be things that I can't pick up on my own and that I need somebody else to help me with. You're thinking about your fucking desk from Ikea, aren't you? Because you got so mad. I got so mad because I went, I went to Ikea. I was, like, upgrading my work-from-home setup. I wanted a standing desk, and I went to Ikea just to look at them, to test the quality, like, you know, look at the size and shit like that. And they have, like, an on-sale section if somebody returns something or, like, whatever. And there was a standing desk in the return section and I was like wow that's it was like literally $500 off (laughs) yes I will take that yes I will take that it was already fully assembled and I was like you know this this looks like I drive a a Ford Focus hatchback um so there's like a little extra room with the open trunk but it's a Ford Focus uh it's a toy car so (laughs) it's a toy car (laughs) yeah um so I had that trip really got me upset because first of all I had a broken cart and I have this thing where I'm like I want to be super independent I want to be able to do things on my own because my brain automatically goes to well if there's no one to call how would I do this if I lived in fucking England right now or some random ass place where nobody I know is what if I don't have any friends yet x y or z how would I do this if I had to rely on myself? Mm-hmm. And that was just, like, something my brain always thinks of. And Which is completely fucking normal, given the circumstances of your entire life. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, I'm just going to do this on my own. Survival tactic. Yeah, I didn't show up expecting to buy a desk, because I would have taken, like, my grandpa has a giant Ford Explorer. I would have driven it. Um, I didn't. I, just, I went there to look. And, of course, I came out with a fucking desk. <laughs> and so, I, I, you know, I was looking at it, and I was like, okay, cool. This, you know, honestly, this looks like it'll fit in my car. So I loaded up on the broken cart that literally, like, only wants to go right, you know, kind of thing. Like, it just wants yeah. to go one direction, not the direction I need to go. <laughs> so I struggled even to get that up to the fucking checkout counter, paid for it, and I asked the girl who checked me out, I was like, so if this, like are there tools because the employee who helped me get it on the cart first I asked him I was like can you disassemble this because normally like I wouldn't buy it fully assembled and he was just like I'm actually way too busy right now they were like understaffed and he couldn't help me I was like okay cool 
Um, and she was like, well, yeah, if it doesn't fit in your car, we have tools at a station. You can take it apart. And I was like, eh, okay. Fuck that. Fuck that. I'm going to hope it fits in my car. So, <laughs> so I take it down there. Whole ordeal. It kept falling off the cart. I had th- like two strangers help me. One stranger helped me put it back on the cart. They saw me struggling. And another stranger later on, because it fell off again, helped me roll it all the way to my car. Then that guy left. Open up the trunk, and I can't even lift it. It's so heavy. So fucking heavy. I can't even lift it by myself. And another stranger comes up. I was like, let me help you get that in your car. And it didn't fit in my car literally by like three inches. It was too tall. And I was so angry. I was like, oh my God, three fucking inches. And he was like, oh man, I'm so, and he was like, what do you, what do you want to do? And I was like, uh, can you help me put it back on the car? Cause I'm going to have to wheel it back upstairs and take it apart. Cause that's where the tools were. Yeah. So put it back on the cart. Again, I'm taking it back up to Ikea. It's falling off the cart. Another stranger offers to help me. So this, this whole time I'm thinking, oh my God, I'm so angry. I can't do this on my own. What would I do if I didn't know anybody? Literally five strangers helped me in the course of this time span. You know, like (laughs) Elizabeth. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Even if you don't know somebody, there are good souls on the planet who will help you. You don't have to do literally everything on your own. Um, And took it upstairs. And this whole time I'm calling my brother because I'm like, okay, maybe my brother's still awake. He's He's got a big car. Maybe he'll come, you know, reluctantly. It's like 9 o'clock at night. He'll come help me pick this thing up, and I won't have to disassemble it. Because I was like, it's disassembled. I can just put it in my house. Don't have to assemble it, right? Yeah. Um, And he wasn't answering, so I took it all the way upstairs to the tools, which was an ordeal. Took a lot of strength. Heavy-ass fucking desk. And then he calls me back. Oh, my God. And uh, I was sweating up a storm, and he was like, yeah, I guess I can come help you pick it up. I didn't take that bitch apart. I wheeled it back downstairs. Oh, my God, Liz. (laughs) I don't blame you, though. I don't. I was so done. He gets there. It doesn't fit in his car by a half inch. Like a half of an inch. And I was just literally like... I'm going to fucking kick something. I am going to actually... Fucking hurt somebody. Cry right now. And uh, (laughs) so we end up... You know, squishing it in as much as possible, tether like tethering down his trunk as much as we could, and we just I drove behind him and we drove really slow and got it home. Um, but that was like a whole lesson for me because I was just like, I, I have the, I, I think it's a good uh, thing that I want to that I like am super independent, but I am almost too independent to the point where I don't ask for help. Yeah, and. In that circumstance, I didn't even ask for help, and like five people who I did not know offered to help me. I'm literally shocked nobody said, "Where do you live? I'll drive this home for you." Like that's how nice these people were. Yeah. Um, and so that was honestly that was a long ass story for an IKEA desk. I am sorry. No, it's a that <laughs> is, it's a good point. It's a I mean that is something like physically taxing, so hard, so frustrating. You probably wanted to fucking cry. You probably did. did cry a little bit. I did. Like, yeah. And to think like the whole time in the back of your mind you're like, yeah, I'm grateful for these people, but what if? Like because you do because you know what if. You know the what if of having to move furniture alone because you don't have anybody going through shit alone because you don't have your parents to call. Like, 
it's a fucking it is a trauma response yeah absolutely i never would have asked you to fly out here to help me and you know that and that's why you offered yeah 100 percent. because literally the you texted me you're like i signed my lease and i bought a ticket five seconds later and sent you the screenshot she's such a good best friend i can't i'm so undeserving i love you (laughs) and and so this like this is a you know we moved your whole home literally Mm -hmm. everything you own in two days mm-hmm. and you know minus a couple of like boxes that we need to unpack um and like you know a few things we want to pick up and like something you have to have delivered you're done. you're almost done and because you have help and yeah. i don't know where this conversation started but <laughs> moral of the story you don't have to be so fucking independent that you can't ask for help. And that's literally something I'm still working on. Like, I'm saying that, and I still don't always follow that. Uh, the funny thing is that it's... We started this conversation kind of talking about the opposite. How we were realizing... I, w- I was putting plants on a shelf, and I looked at Liz, and I was like, you know, one of the most dangerous things in the world is a woman who knows and understands that she doesn't need a man to help her do or anything. Or another woman. <laughs> or another woman. You don't need man or woman or any other gender, whatever you identify as. You don't need anyone to make big life decisions. On the flip side, though, it also kind of hurts you. It can hurt you, but it's just like it's like there's like this fine, very fine, this line. fine line yeah. of uh, there is a level of independence and understanding your your self worth and your value that's super important. But also, it's so important to ask for help, and there's there's nothing wrong with asking for help. And the worst thing that can happen to you if you ask somebody for help is they say no. And that's not a reflection of your character at no, all. No, not at all. It's not. It, it, maybe they don't have time. Maybe they don't like you. Whatever. It has, it's not. It, yeah. It's not. And then also, shit, I was going to make a good point, and I'm just going like, to. That was a good point. I'm just going to lose it. Um, you asking for help from other individuals even for something as small as an ikea desk i also think it's it's a little bit different than thinking i can't buy a house because i don't have a partner Mm. yeah we were talking about that yeah like that it's totally different like big huge life decisions that you're You think, like, because tradition says so that you have to be married to do it or you have to be in a partnership or a relationship. You want to adopt a child, but you just think, like, everyone will look at me wrong if I'm a single mother or single father. You don't... Yeah, yes, you can... Asking for help is different than being... Than staying with someone because you think out of necessity that you have to because you're not allowed to do things on your own. Yeah. Well, for me, uh, a... For me, owning a home was like a prime example of that. And I, just growing up, um, I thought you you buy a home after you get married. Mm-hmm. Or, or let's say you're in a civil partnership or whatever that's called. Um, just that in my brain, I thought 
there have to be two people involved to buy a home because I would, I, you know, growing up in poverty and not having a lot, uh, I, you know, we probably both had a mentality of lack, of yeah. lacking. And that there's going to be certain things we won't be able to do on our own unless we have a man or a woman to help us. Um, and owning a home is one of those things. And for the longest, I mean, for the past couple of months, I've just been like, I don't have to rent. That I'm, I'm the rent's going up at some point. The mortgage is going to be cheaper. Yeah, and what are you going to do? Wait around on a man to, or a woman to marry you? Or go buy a fucking house by yourself? Right, yeah. And I was like, you know, I I want a condo. I want my own place. And I want something that's, like, literally just mine. Something that's, like, my haven. I can have people over. Something that I can just create a life in. That's just mine. Um, and I think probably as cancers, that's, like, something very sacred to us. Yeah. Just having our own space. And after living with somebody uh, for years... I just realized, like, like I've never had that. I have never lived on my own. Uh, and this is the first time you're living, like, totally on your own, too. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all, it, you know, minus some small time frames in yeah, college. Yeah, I had, like, seven months where I was by myself, and then I had another roommate. But Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, like, I've never had that experience. And, um, you know, I was house-sitting a couple of weeks ago now. Uh, for like a week and a half and it was so nice just to be in that place and it was just me and uh there that's I was like I want this like and uh, I'm gonna get it yeah (laughs) I really want it um and there's like like I fucking deserve it like I, I deserve it so I'm gonna work I'm gonna work my ass off for it because I, I can work my ass off, that's for sure. Um, Picks up fucking TV, marches that, it across the That is the, the lightest thing I've picked up our entire trip, bro. Listen. <laughs> Listen. I walked out of the U-Haul with what your, your, what is that called? Credenza. A credenza. A credenza, people. And you go, bitch, you carry that by yourself? You That's a lot. That's too much. That is not heavy. But that just goes that's to show because you. I've got some guns now. I haven't done yoga in two and a half months, and I'm going to start it back up next week. Nice. But yeah. I am nowhere near as physically strong as you are. I'm like, I'm actually pretty impressed with myself. You, I am very <laughs> impressed with you. I mean, you are a freaking powerhouse. <laughs> My grandpa also texted me. He said, slow down, he sons said, of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "He said, listen. I know you're Superwoman, but it's hot. Don't overdo yeah. yourself. <laughs> like, thanks, Grandpa. And Liz has been so conscientious about drinking her water and making sure that we eat. She's like, all right, we we're winding down. The energy's falling. We need, we need fuel. snacks. We need food. We need good fuel. Fuel that is going long term. <laughs> fuel that is going to put us through the day so yep. we don't crash. She has me out here drinking fucking protein shakes and shit." Yeah. Protein milky milk things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, they, they ain't bad or nothing, but what the fuck? <laughs> they ain't bad or nothing. I will pinch my nose and drink it tomorrow. I think they're great, but I don't know. 
I think it's chocolate. Like, you know, most chocolate things are um, down for. You're down for. Yeah, for You're sure. here for that. Oh, that reminds me. Tomorrow, I'm going to take you to a gourmet chocolate shop <gasps> in Carytown. Which, wait, what's it called? Shindigs? No, that's the dessert place we're going to. Oh. Um, Multiple one, dessert places. Girl, yes. We're going to go to the chocolate place. We should go there early. Oh, we're just, like, sitting here planning our fucking itinerary. Oh, yeah. I don't give a fuck. Um, I can't remember what it's. Oh, it's for the. I think it's for the love of chocolate or something like that. It's for the. Some. It's something like that, but okay. it's gourmet chocolate. The whole okay. store is just tons yeah. of candy. Anyway, yeah, we're but, gonna be walking around. Candy yes. town. I'm gonna. Oh, another thing I've done is <clears throat> fucked up my feet. Fucked up my feet because uh, I started doing all this exercising right. Orthopedic ass wearing ass bitch. <laughs> I wasn't wearing the right shoes. And I get, I really fucked up my feet and my knees. So I'm over here. I have like an ace wrap on my foot sometimes since I've been with Brooke. Yep. I have really nice, comfortable shoes now that like literally I don't give a shit if they don't go with my outfit. I have to wear them. Yep. And I'm wearing a knee brace. Like She's old. <laughs> She's, <laughs> She's old as shit. But you, but you know what? Even though I'm like, I'm like moderately injured and I'm still <clears throat> trying to heal from it. I'm still the healthiest and the strongest I've literally been probably ever. Which is impressive as shit and a whole feat in itself. A whole a whole injured foot in itself. A whole injured foot in itself. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, what I'm sure we'll probably like yeah, we'll probably get a glimpse of uh we'll probably show a glimpse of our tattoos in the previous episode, but yeah. we also yesterday Today. Today? What? No, yesterday. It was now it's yesterday. It's 2 a.m. now. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and Brooke and I got matching tattoos. And yes. that was... Uh, Painful as fuck. Oh, my God. You you were having a little bit of a rough time. Dude, okay, listen. Listen. Oh, my God. So, you guys... Um, I don't know if by now we will have posted... Yes, by now we'll have posted a photo of our tattoos probably not side by side because right now they have the sanoderm things on them and they're all like covered in gunk right but we'll like post some type of photos anyways um liz got hers on the back of her right right arm Mm -hmm. with right arm um i got mine on the front and she got hers like within a sleeve that's already existing and i'm getting mine and going to have a sleeve made around it and I knew it was going to hurt because I've gotten other tattoos, but this was the most sensitive yeah. spot. I mean, that is one of the... The underarm is one of the most sensitive fucking... Yeah. I didn't think about that. Nobody put that on me and was like, mm, girl, you finna be hurting. Yeah. I have, well, I mean, you shouldn't... I don't think you should base your tattoos off of... I know. I'm glad nobody that. told me. I might have pussed out, to be <laughs> honest, but... I literally made Liz, I looked to her and her shit, and I was like, I need you to pull up right now on your phone a game to play. play. Let's play What Would You Rather. I need some type of distraction, because looking at the skylight and watching the clouds. Your eyes were watering. They were, it was watering? Your eyes were watering. Oh, I It looked like you were about to cry. I didn't feel them watering. Oh, they were. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you weren't focused on that. <laughs> You were focused on the pain. I mean, the thumbnail was the worst. The, yeah, oh, the for fucking sure. inner, the, oh my God, that was the worst spot. Yeah. That hurt. Yeah. So damn bad. And like, um, I, like, 
We, Liz, like, was, we were reading these questions off and she was, like, um, asking me these out loud. And there weren't a ton of people in the shop. It's a newer shop. But the shop owner is this really cute oh, dude. Oh, shout him out. Oh, yeah. Well, in case anybody's in Richmond. If you're in Richmond, I just called him cute. I don't give a shit. Whatever. He um, was cute. He was cute. Whatever. Van. Literally all of the artists there. All the artists there are so cute. cute. All of them. Van, Sue, everybody. Um, if you're in the Richmond area and you are looking to find a new tattoo shop, artist, whatever, White Tulip Society on Hull Street, uh, go there. Sue is who did our tattoos. I will probably tag her or something in the photos on Instagram. But the shop owner, Van, is this really sweet dude. He came over and he sat down and he started playing the game with us. And we were like, some of these questions were like very... Raunchy. Raunchy. I mean, one of them was like, do you like to be whipped in the face or do you like to whip others and i was like me and you would answer it easily but i didn't know he was like oh i i'm a dom i'm a dom i think we paused for a second and we're like fuck uh, you don't gotta answer this boy and then he answered it first we're like okay cool he was like we can go on with these questions he said fuck yeah i'm a fucking dominant like i was like okay daddy but then he's like i want to whip somebody then he said he had a girlfriend i was like oh never mind damn never mind but um it was uh, yeah uh so, what? Wait, what was their Instagram? Is it at white at the White Tulip Society? Um, let me look it up. I think you should just be able to look up White Tulip Society on Google Instagram. It. Yeah, and it should pop up. Yeah. Let me look white. The vibes were good in the shop. Oh, and I've it's been, so beautiful. I've been to tattoo shops where I did not like the vibes in the shop. Yeah, like this. I mean, it's gorgeous. It's, it's yeah. It's white, just White Tulip Society, but it's literally like. So, I don't know how many Richmond listeners we have. If we ever found... If if you live in Richmond or you live in Denver and you're not, like, really fucking weird and creepy, <laughs> I would totally be opening to hanging out with, like, a listener that yeah. lived in Richmond. Yeah. I'd, I would probably scope your social media out first to make sure you're not a weirdo, to be honest. But sure. um, if you're, like, in the area or you're in Virginia or, you know, on the East Coast or something and you're looking for... A great tattoo artist. Somebody at that shop could definitely hook you up. But that shit was. I have some Denver recommendations. Just DM me if any if you want some Denver tattoo recommendations. Uh, But yeah, that that was for me on the back of my arm. I'm I would say moderately tattooed, Uh, and so and I've been tattooed in very painful places, and this hurt. uh, But I think I have a high pain tolerance. And the one of the fingers pretty much goes up into my armpit. Oh God! I, that, it did. You're right. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. It hurt. It hurt. But I, let me see it. I kind of learned again. how to. Um, like yours is really your sanitarium is coming off. Oh, I know, right? Yeah. Um, but I've kind of learned how to like. Uh, go somewhere else in my mind. Like for I me, thought, I did. I clearly me, don't. You needed a distraction when I get tattooed. I try to close my eyes and I'm like, I'm like going somewhere else. You should have told me to shut up because I was trying to no, help that, you. No, that's fine. No, it's <laughs> fine. That way you weren't you weren't not helping me. Okay, good. No. As long as I wasn't uh, making shit worse. No, no, not at all. Um, so. But yeah, no, that was that was a pretty good experience. I swear to God, mine took longer than yours. I felt I did feel like yours took 
But that was the first because they're the exact same tattoo. Yeah. And she was looking at our reference photo. And yeah. so she was doing mine first. She probably had to look at the reference photo more and like yeah. take, take more time. Um, so maybe it was a good thing I went first. Because <laughs> if, if yours took as long as mine did. Oh, man. That was, I mean, I knew it was going to be painful. But yeah. it was just. But, yeah, we got our tattoos on the full moon. I'm sure you probably already heard this shit if you listened to the previous episode. We probably have repeated ourselves a couple times. It's 2 a.m., okay? That's true. It's 2 a.m. I'm li- literally losing my voice. Holy shit. Um, I just, like, I, well, I'm, what was I going to say? We walked outside uh, a little bit ago to go get the TV out of the... Uh, your car. Out of my car. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and somebody was playing that song by Calvin Harris, um, When I Met You in the Summer. And it's like, I mean, the the area that I moved to um, is very, I mean, it's very quiet at night. It's all young millennials, really. Um, and, like, most everybody's a liberal, I'm pretty sure. Um, but it's very quiet at night. And, like, it's all these old, like, huge mansions turned into apartments and this person's blasting that song and they're standing on their balcony i didn't see them at first i started dancing around liz starts dancing around and then all of a sudden we hear someone say yes bitches like get it it, bitches and we're dancing in the streets we're just dancing in the streets because you can do that here it's just the vibe is so much different from the ghetto ass area i was living in before um, I don't know. I just thought that was, it just made me happy. Just like all the, the strangers that we have like met in the past few days mm-hmm. and had conversations with and all the dogs that I've complimented yeah. and the owners have had like real legit and conversations with me about are it. there so many neighborhood cats. There are like 30 fucking stray cats and they're all, first of all, they're all fixed. They're not mangy. They're so friendly. They come right up to you. Mm-hmm. They're they're super sweet. Oh, it's two two two. <clears throat> oh shit, it is two 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 a.m. They're so fucking cute. Oh shit, today's Friday, June twenty fifth. Yeah. So okay, so this is I'm about to it's about to get personal. I am really good with dates, mm-hmm. like really fucking good with dates. Mm-hmm. I remember. I still remember the first first date I got my first speeding ticket. I remember <clears throat> whenever I really like somebody, I always remember the exact date of the first time I hung out with them. <laughs> I'll remember the exact date that I kissed them for the first time. I remember the exact date I lost my virginity. Mm-hmm. Like I, well, virginity is a social construct. Yeah. I have to say that. I remember what I was doing that day. I had hung out with you. At your house with your ex-boyfriend and my stupid boyfriend at the time. And we were just hanging out. Are you talking about June 20, uh, June 25th? No, no, no. I'm just like, oh. pre- to preface this, oh, like okay. to just show okay. like how sure. I, I remember. That's a skill set I don't have. I yeah. remember dates, man. I don't know why. I just always do. But yeah. June 25th was actually the first date that I hung out with my now ex-fiance um I had taken him under a bridge to spray paint stuff Mm -hmm. and it's just really weird like I'm not like reminiscing or anything on it but it's just like strange like 
why I don't know why like it didn't seem significant in that moment but now I, you're remembering it but now like I remember it every year yeah but like in that moment like it wasn't like I was looking at him like I am gonna spend the rest of my life with this person I want to remember all the the sweet things all the good things yeah and I don't know I just like looked at it and I was just like June 25th like that's I remember June 15th was the first time I ever got in a car accident and June 17th was the first time I ever met my very first boyfriend well no not very first first real relationship that was the first time we ever hung out there's something about the weeks of June like 15th through the 30th and like all of July yeah I think and we've talked about this before about how July ends up usually going for us yeah like, uh, really good things happen to us in July in cancer season, except also the past couple of birthdays we've had have been really bad. Like they they haven't been good on our birthday. Yeah. But June, I don't remember. Uh, I do remember some like uh, my dad passed away in June of 2013. But so June is like a really weird. I guess June. I tend to, I, I sometimes I get more depressed in June because June is also like the month before my mom passed away in, in the very next year in July of 2014. And so like June 2014 to me was like the last time in my life before like shit kind of hit the fan yeah. for me. Um, and it almost feels like June is almost like a swell, you know? Yeah. Um, before the crash of a wave um and so some julys have been just literal um hell on earth actual hell yeah um but then like there have been uh years where july just like these amazing things have happened for me um so it's like these extremes have happened that's what we talked about before is that it's extremes it's like super super bad things have happened to us in july yeah and super super good things have happened to us in july so it's like it comes around every year and it's almost like what's going to happen every year i'm always like something something's gonna happen and what's funny is that this time last year i didn't know it at the time but something very big was happening behind the scenes Mm -hmm. and I went through my whole entire summer thinking, like, this is the first summer nothing huge has happened. Like, that's so weird. But in reality, something was happening. I just wasn't aware of it. Yeah. Um, And I wouldn't be aware of it until April of this year. But that's what... I mean, I, I will always think of June and July as, like, my lucky months. And obviously, you know, July 4th is extremely... You just pull your fucking ear skin off. You are sick. <laughs> you are sick in the head, Elizabeth. You're looking at it. You're going to eat it? <laughs> listen. Listen. Okay? Listen, Linda. You should have said, for sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. You're going to eat it. For sure. No. The Colorado Suns. Scorched the back of my ears. You probably bro. peered off the epi- peeled off the epidermis. <laughs> like you just gave yourself a new skin on the back of your ear. It's probably um, shiny back there. I'm desperate for it to not keep peeling. 
I keep peeling it, and then, like, an hour later, there's, like, more to peel. Shit out there looking like Elmer's glue <laughs> on the back of your ear. It really Sick does. nasty. Don't hike without sunscreen I'm gonna, on the back of your ears. You're going to leave, and I'm going to roll over in the middle of the night and inhale your ear skin ew. from the pillow. Ew. Yeah, oh ew. Oh, my God. So stop it. Oh, my God. I hope the listeners have strong stomachs. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can handle that. But. Listen, y'all have been here for how many episodes? You know, y'all know that we're disgusting in many accents. Uh, accents? Uh, accent in many What cases? are you saying right now? I don't know. anyways what the fuck was i breathe i was saying i'm losing my voice i was saying that june and july for me are your lucky months are my lucky months they are very beautiful to me (laughs) they're beautiful to to me they are very special and this month i i have a feeling I just okay. So J- July twenty second, I am having surgery. That scares me a little bit, because mm-hmm. um, that there's a potential there for it to be a, such a great month and surgery's fine and everything's great. And then there's part of me that's like, I'm really scared that that surgery is going to be the the catalyst for like a bunch of health issues or something. And I'm scared of that. And I'm trying not to think about it. I've done really well at not thinking about it. But I do feel like something big is going to happen in July. And maybe it's just because, you know, like every time I've been single, something big has happened to mm-hmm. me in June or July. I hmm. always end up meeting people, meeting multiple people, just, you know, finding something new that I decide in the future I want in, a, in my, like, partner or... I'm not even going to say forever partner because, you know, at this point, we don't believe in that. If you don't believe that that we have been of this mindset, go back and listen to our Soulmates and Twin Flames episode. We have been on this fucking wave for a hot second. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't believe in soulmates, romantic soulmates. I think I did when I was a kid, maybe, but now I'm just like learning that it's okay that everybody not everybody's gonna stay Mm -hmm. and i uh, i don't really think we we probably won't be speaking about this in the the video episode so i'm just gonna say it now um the fuck was i gonna say oh i I'm sure, like, plenty of people have already, like, kind of figured it out. Somebody, like, DM'd us and said, like, they had kind of figured out in so many words, like, you know, because Liz obviously, like, said she got divorced and we're over here, like, everything that happens to one happens to the other, blah, blah, blah. So, yes, I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to, because I'm fine with it. It was my choice. I'm not engaged anymore. I am single. Liz moved me into this apartment by myself I am living I'm not living I'm not living with anyone I am not living with a man I'm not living with a woman I'm living with my animals and um this is the first breakup in my life that I have ended and I haven't like fucking hated the other person um and I I've ended it and like not felt like they that he's a bad person or 
Which is saying something because I do have ever I do have every right to feel like you are a horrible person, burn in hell. But I don't feel like that. And I feel like that's growth, you know? Yeah. Like I feel like that shows like my understanding of the situation goes so much deeper than superficial like my feelings are hurt fuck you like like it goes so much deeper than that you know and it's just funny because like I mean it's not funny it's just very I don't know where I'm going with this to be honest but it's just like very weird to for it to now be June and July and I for me I have a track record of any time that I'm single in the summer Something always happens. I don't know what, but something happens, and... It's a hot girl summer, baby. It, it really is a hot girl summer, and I'm having the best time of my life out here. I'm so happy. I've... we. I think we're both... I know I have said this to you. I have told... I have told multiple people this, that right now, in my current state of being, and over the past couple of months... I am the happiest I've ever been in my entire life. Yeah. And that's huge. It's it's huge. Huge especially for people like we both deal with depression. Yeah. Like and also just to think about there were th- just thinking about all the times over the past couple of years where I thought like not that I wasn't experienced happiness, but to think like, wow, like the level of happiness that I'm experiencing now, if I didn't make the right decisions in my life, like if I didn't go with my gut, and if I didn't do what I knew I had to do, even though they were really hard things, I wouldn't have ever, like I might have not felt this level of happiness mm-hmm. for maybe a long time, ever, yeah. who knows. Um, and I thought I was happy for a long time. Um, and it's, it it is growth. It's, uh, you know, it's taking care of yourself and making decisions that you know better yourself, even when they're really hard. And that's kind of the, uh, it's like, it's, (laughs) you have, sometimes you have to make really hard decisions to end up being really happy. Like, we both had to go through some pretty hard things to get to be this happy. Yeah, and this is not, like, the first time that I have made a huge decision like like that and then ended up being extremely happy. I mean, obviously I was younger. The relationship was nowhere near as serious as... I thought it was, duh. Right. Um, it was nowhere near as serious as the five-year relationship I just, or almost five years that I just ended. But, like, I remember when I ended that relationship, I had never felt more attractive. I had never felt more liberated. I went out and I partied with my friends, and I was the bitch that danced on tables and came home at 3 a.m. like I'm doing now. And I had so much... I was no longer scared for people to take photos of me. And I was like, post it. I don't care. I don't even need to look at it because I know I look good. I was so confident and so happy. And I thought that I would never get that feeling back. And it's only after I 
go through a breakup and make that choice for myself, make the active decision, like, I no longer want my life to go in this direction with this person, whether it's forever or whether it's temporary, um, I thought that I'd never get that feeling back. And I mean, it's just like, you, some, it's, I know that it sucks to hear this, but I'm sure someone is going through this listening. There's so many of you, someone has to be dealing with this. When you figure out what it means to wake up in the morning and just know that you, I mean, you, you can, you can get through the day without having to check in with somebody. Like if you're going through a breakup, this is for you. But, like, you can get through the day without having to check in with somebody or, like, you can... All the different things that you can, like, start doing just for you. The Like, the stupidest shit... Like, I don't even know where I'm fucking going with this. The stupidest stuff, like, just going to the store and you're buying your own snacks. Mm-hmm. And you're not buying anything knowing that it's going to get eaten at home because someone won't stop stealing your shit and, like... I don't, I really don't fucking know where I'm going with this. I'm trying to make a fucking point, okay? I really am. And you're, you're getting there. I am getting there. <laughs> I am getting there, damn it. My point. I believe in you. My point is just that, like, when the veil comes, like, off of your eyes and you realize how much you have subconsciously been doing, thinking that there was no other way to do it except for with somebody when that veil is lifted like you feel so independent you feel so good about yourself you feel powerful capable smart stable like so good yeah i just uh you feel strong like you feel you feel uh like you can fucking take on the world you literally feel like you can do it I mean, fucking anything, and um, the, the, when when good things happen, you don't, you're not even surprised anymore, like, you don't even question it, you're just like, of course that happened for me, mm-hmm. the other, like, we literally were driving down the road the other day, and I was like, oh, shit, like, I just realized July 1st is coming, and I'm gonna have to pay, like, a full month's rent at this new place, on top of pe- paying prorated rent for my old place, and I was like, ah, oh, fuck, that sucks. But for I only thought it for a second, and I was like, nah, I've, I'll, I'll figure it out. We, an hour later, we went and checked my mail at my old place, and I had gotten a check in the mail. For the exact amount of rent money. For the exact amount of rent money that I fucking needed. $100 more than actually what I needed. And li- I showed Liz, and she was like, that's your rent money. Like, that's what Yeah, you just showed me the check, and I was like, here's your rent. I accidentally ripped it a little bit, too. You ripped it almost in fucking half. I I was excited! (laughs) (laughs) And it's just, like, the the weirdest... We'll probably talk about all these weird coincidences in in our previous episode. Yeah, we probably already talked about that. The first two days we were here were bizarre coincidences. Yeah, well, you guys have probably already heard this by now, but just, like... It's just the craziest feeling when shit is shit is in alignment. That is it. that's it. You will literally feel when stuff is in alignment. If you have to question whether or not you're in alignment with your 
your true purpose, source, wherever you're supposed to be going, I don't feel like you are. Because mm-hmm. this is the first time in my life where I have been like, this is exactly where I'm supposed to be. And every sign that keeps popping up shows me like, this is where you're supposed to be. Yeah. Your literal fucking name popping up like on a fucking mailbox in the in the hallway. Yeah. Like nobody has your last name. Like just the craziest shit happens and it's just like it makes me like I'm literally tearing up again it makes me want to cry because I just feel like the universe is like literally just like you like you've got this like keep going like this is amazing you're doing great sweetie like I'm so proud of you like you're you have nothing to be scared of like it's just such a fucking good feeling I wish that everybody could feel like this and it just makes me so sad to think that there's people out there who are so dependent or they think they have to be dependent on family or a friend or a roommate or a relationship that they just kind of don't really want to deal with anymore or be in anymore because the just the feeling of being at home with yourself with yourself not even in an apartment or a home or a condo, being at home and feeling strong, like, just standing in the street, like, in your own fucking shoes. That is, like, nothing compares to that. Yeah. You know, there's a song. um, I think it's called Home by... Edward Sharp and Scissorhands. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And the song... No, wait. I said Edward Sharp and the Scissorhands. Oh, God. Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros. Yeah. Wow. Edward Sharp and the Scissorhands. It's almost 3 o'clock in the morning. I Yeah. It's yes. witching hour. Yeah. So it is witching hour. So <laughs> that song used to be a lyric of that song. used to be my Instagram bio for, like, years. And it was, home is wherever I'm with you. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, like... Uh, I at the time like resonated with that because I felt at home with somebody uh, and now I I still love that song uh, but I don't love that lyric no because I'm, uh, you know I, I just used to sing that and really like I'm like yes I feel like I feel at home when I'm around people I love which is still true um, but I, you know, you have to learn that home is where you are. Like you are home, and no matter where you go, you are always at home. Especially if you don't have a home to go to, like you are home. And uh, that's something that's something that I had that I struggled with for a long time because, uh, you know, I can't go back to my childhood home. Mm-hmm. I can't go back to home with parents or whatever and and I always felt like that's like like what is home for me like what and I'm like Elizabeth like you are fucking home yeah you are home wherever you go home is not what somebody else makes for you home is home is what you make for you exactly home is it's wherever and whatever resonates with you and makes you feel safe and seen and comfortable and let your guard down and whether that's sitting in your car Mm -hmm. in a parking lot writing in a journal for hours or if that's their actual home or maybe if you're out in a field somewhere picking daisies or some shit picking daisies whatever the fuck i don't know why daisies would be in a field but whatever the fuck it's 3 a.m that's exactly that's 
precisely that's what that. you have done this week that's what you have done this week is you've made yourself a home mm-hmm. home is what you make it and you've done that this week like you're so excited for this place it looks the way you want it to look you designed it you picked out all the things and this place literally looks the way that I have wished every single apartment I've ever had in my life has. Yeah. I wished it yeah. would look like this. And I'm sure everybody can fucking relate to that. Like, we all have, like, had, pl- like, apartments, homes, Pinterest condos. Boards. We have Pinterest boards. And, like, the shit never looks... It can. It's really difficult to make a place look the way you want it to look. And for some people, that's not as important. But to some people... uh that like makes the space yeah you know is how it's designed and how it looks and we're both like that where we want it to like look a certain way for it to for you know we're cancers we spend a lot of time at home Mm -hmm. want it to look good (laughs) want it to fucking look good dude yeah speaking of home there this reminds me so when i first published uh, my book years ago we will not even speak of it because although I am not ashamed of my art, I am a different artist now, and I have experienced a plethora of different other different things, and I need to like write about those things on my own time. But there was a line from a poem that I remember writing, and it was a poem about... Um, I think it was a poem. It had something to do with, like, a relation, the relationship I was in. It definitely was, like, a relationship poem. And the line in it said, um, you know, this person always called me their home. Um, and I remember I said, you know, something about, like, you tell me that I'm your home, um... What, wait, what was it? Holy shit, I can't think. It was, you tell me that I'm your home, but... No. Okay, so it comes from the term, you know, home is where you... What is it? Home is where you lay your head. Home is where you rest your head. Home is where you... Home is where you... Something like that. Home is Something... where you rest your head. I can't I even I remember the right. fucking poem. My own fucking poem, but it was like... Basically, the, the, the point I'm trying to get across is the line... <laughs> Shit, I'm so tired. The line in the poem was like, you could always fall asleep anywhere. And But what I was trying to say in the poem is like, this person had called me their home for the longest time, but what I didn't understand was that that wasn't anything special to them because they could fall asleep anywhere. They could make anywhere their home. And I'm not trying to like sit here and compliment that person or anything because I don't think that they were tr- they were not looking at it the way we were looking at it in this moment. But I feel like now I'm starting to kind of embody that, and I will never, I'm never in my life ever going to make another person my home. Like, I'm never going to say that to another person, and it's not an insult to them. I'm sure one day I'm going to meet somebody who is everything that would be my home and another person, but I no longer feel the need to say, you are my home, like, home is wherever I'm with you. I don't know what I would do without you. Grab it, like, tugging at your shirt. Like, I'd die with, like, I I don't want that. Mm -hmm. I don't want that because I've had that. And 
this shit's toxic. It's unhealthy. It's sad when it ends. It's a roller. It fucks your brain up. You forget what it is like to even be your own home, be your own self. Yeah. As somebody from my religious past would say, you can't be unequally yoked. Oh my god, ew, bitch. <laughs> unequally yoked. <laughs> That just came into my head because it's literally like shit's still ingrained in my brain and so that kind of stuff just rolls through the back of my mind. Anybody listening who's uh, religious now or has been religious knows the phrase unequally yoked. That's crazy. It's a weird ass phrase. I don't like it. I don't like the word yoked. It's weird. It's like the L is like not coming through properly. Yoked. (laughs) Yoke. Do it. You do it. It's It's just yoked. No, it's yoked. Is that how it's spelled? When yeah. It oh, I've never spelled it out. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure. Let me read it. I mean, let me look a, it up. A yoke is spelled Y-O-L-K. Oh, wait. No, you're right. I thought it was yoked. No. Okay, I'm stupid. I'm sorry. <laughs> what are you talking about? You said listen. I thought it was a yolk. No. Like an egg yolk. Nope. Nope. It's not. It yeah. sounds It sounds the same. Unequally yoked. Different word. I, don't, I still don't like the word yolk. No, I It's don't. pissing me off. I don't like that phrase. I don't like it at all. That's just because it was always uh, put together with, like, uh, if you're not with somebody else who's religious, then then you're you're une- you're not equals essentially. If you have listened this far in the episode, go comment an egg yolk. Just kidding, please don't. <laughs> Wait, please. okay, so let's pick let's pick a no. Do a mountain. Do a mountain emoji for for strength. A mountain emoji whole, for strength. Yeah, if you've listened this far. I like that. Go to our uh, Instagram post for this episode and leave a mountain emoji because you guys noticed when we didn't do an Easter egg in the last Yeah, episode. thanks for holding us accountable. Sheesh. God, like, we... God damn, we you guys said something. They said something. They were like, where's the, the Easter egg? The people speak. Where's the fucking... I, how do I prove that I listen? Where's the Easter egg? I know. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I like that. I like that. The mountain? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. For sure, C C C C C. You're right. For sure. <laughs> oh For sure. God, it's very Valley Girl. For sure. What kind of Valley Girl? Apparently, one that hikes fourteeners. Not Waynesboro Valley, hopefully. No, you're you are strong Valley Girl. Strong Valley Girl who pick up chair by self. Uh, by se- <laughs> pick up TV by self. No let help. <laughs> no let. We're orthopedic shoe. And also, 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 <laughs> and knee brace, and knee brace, <laughs> or orthopedic shoe and knee brace. <laughs> That's literally exactly Christ. <laughs> I think we need to fucking go to bed. Yeah, probably. <sighs> we got a big day tomorrow. Closing time. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play the people's music. What? what? Oh, I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna play the. And by play you music, I mean it ain't gonna be good. What? Where is your ukulele? Oh no, I've got my guitar. Oh, your guitar. You know, I saw this TikTok the other day. It was so fucking funny, and it was talking about how youth pastors will sit at the front of the thing and like people will, will like be coming in for like youth group or whatever and there'll be a youth pastor and he's like sitting up there on his fucking guitar and he's 
playing, mm. but he's going like, wait, hold on, let me play an actual note. That sounded like butt. <laughs> that sounded like actual butt. All right, guys, we're starting a man now. Ew! <laughs> oh, is it tuned? No, I haven't tuned it in like oh. a month and a half, so it kind of sounds like shit. Anyway, he'll be sitting up there and be like, yeah, guys, make sure you grab a flyer on the way out. Don't forget, love your mother and father. <laughs> like, what the you're, fuck? You're not wrong. They do that. You're not they wrong. They do that. They fucking do it. I just looked at this. I looked at the computer like I was saying to someone, like, they fucking do it. You don't believe me? They do it. Hold on. Let me think of something else. I can't remember any notes. I haven't played in... This is what happens. Your world gets flipped upside down and you drop your hobbies. No, that's not any good. They all sound the same. They all sound depressing. I'm sorry, y'all. We're going with it. We're going... <laughs> Hold on. You know what I want to do? What? Uh, what is that? What's the Blink-182 song I've been singing all week? Oh, shit. Um... Help. <laughs> Hold, on. <laughs> Hold on. First date. It's first date. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to play that. I can't play that because I'm stupid. But <laughs> If Brooke could play any song right now, she would want to play all of you guys' first date. I would. I would By play Blink that. Do you like with stupid hair? Did <laughs> you guess that I didn't know what to wear? <laughs> I'm so scared of what you think. You make me nervous, so I really can't eat. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Give me another song. This is funny. <laughs> okay. Um. Shit. Give me. <laughs> give me a really nasally. You mean like a Machine Gun Kelly song? Oh wait. Um. A nasal singer. I need. I need something that, like a nasally whiny emo boy voice. This is like the after credits. Anyone who's this, still listening to this is like, what the is, fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is after hours podcast. We're doing this all tomorrow. I'm gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> tune it, and then we're gonna get okay. down. All right. All this shit. Down. This shit sounds horrible. Um, I was trying to think of another. The most like nasally song. like emo boy band I can think of just off the top of my head is uh, Never Shout Never. Did Which you, one? Did you listen to them? Yeah. yeah, you did listen to them. Um, wait, the one's like I'm in trouble. Wait, <laughs> I'm in. Tr- is it, I'm in trouble. I'm an addict. I'm addicted to this girl. <laughs> She's got my heart tied in a knot. And my, wait. And my stomach's in a whirl. <laughs> Even worse, I can't stop calling her. She's all I want and more. I mean, damn. <laughs> What's, wait. Not to, to adore. adore. Wait. wait. What? <laughs> wait, is it was not to adore or not to ignore? I can't remember. They both were. What's not to adore? It's probably what's not to adore. And then adore. he says, I've been playing too much guitar. I've been listening to jazz. Called so many times. I swear she's going mad. I feel so bad for all these fucking people. (laughs) Wait, hold on, hold on. There has to be another one. 
Oh, look, one of my hoes texted me. Oh. <laughs> I said that. I'm leaving it in. Listen. <laughs> I said, oh, look. Oh, look. Oh, look at that. Who would it be? Oh. Let's see. What we got? What we got? Oh, oh. Actually, no, never mind. That one, that one wasn't good enough. Uh, I'm trying to think. When I, I was you one, a two, a three, should we do? I love you four. That's more than I can afford, and I can tell. I didn't know you like this. Say that I'm gonna say the truth. Dun, 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 dun. I love you five. Dun, 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 dun. Thank you for coming to our concert. The leave tips at the door. Minimum of 20 bucks right. per person. We have a cover fee. We have a cover fee for our covers. Our shitty fucking covers of Never Shot Never. Right. We talked about this that I li- that we both liked listening to yes. like recently. I totally When forgot. we were in high school. Dude, I feel like a lot of people have been bringing him up to me lately. And I'm just like, it's this like Weird. a, like, why? Like. Huh. Odd. I don't know what just happened. Okay. Anyways, love you guys. Bye. Bye.